to What's Up and ENU by Prolifics, your go-to podcast for electrifying insights into the energy and utilities world. I'm your host, KP, and joining us today is Swati Dora, an expert in the ENU field and the author of a recent blog on integration. We're excited to ask her some follow-up questions based on her insights. And if you haven't read her blog, I highly recommend. Welcome, Swati. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much, KP. I'm very much excited uh, for this podcast with you. Yeah, this is great. So let's get started. Your blog mentions enjoying some Tom and Jerry reruns, and it resonates with many of us. It's a fantastic way to introduce the concept of integration. Your use of a relatable example, like connecting your laptop to the TV for a better viewing experience, beautifully illustrates how integration works in our daily lives. Can you elaborate on how this analogy applies to the integration needs in the ENU sector? Absolutely. Like who, who doesn't love to wind up after a busy nine hours day, right? So, so yeah, I love watching Tom and Jerry episodes and that's how I kind of uh, uh, got the idea to write a blog about integration in ENU. So it, it, it kind of addresses the crucial need of optimizing your resource distribution and enhancing grid resilience. But your main impact is for your customer and employee experience, right? That's your end goal. And for integration, you kind of incorporate the smart technology that will ensure your real-time monitoring. It will facilitate the integration of renewable energy resources, uh, which, which kind of aligns with the world's goal, right? Not not only U.S.'s uh, specific to E&D industry goal, it kind of resonates with the world's goal of reaching a sustainable and efficient ecosystem that will benefit both the consumers as well as the industry personnel too. Absolutely. Thank you. So it's basically like just making sure everything's connected, running smoothly, and all the system, everything's talking to each other, right? Right. So speaking of systems, the government's Building a Better Grid initiative sounds like a big deal. How does integration help us handle all the data, all of the data needed for projects like this? Absolutely. Yeah, Building a Better Grid initiative would last for a couple of years and it will help us to establish a unified platform. Right? It will streamline your data collection, management and analytics through smart technologies which will enable the real-time insights into energy consumption and performance while considering the environmental factors. It will basically be a holistic approach um, that will enable the industry personnel and even the consumers to make some informed decision-making, right? You, you, all of us know about demand-based um, uh, pricing and stuff, uh, which, which, will, <laughs> which will help both the side of the parties. And by handling data this comprehensively, uh, integration kind of ensures that the initiative operates with uh, agility, adaptability, and adapt to the changing demands. And it will be in line with like more sustainable grid. So just a follow-up question based off of what you just said. What's what's the risk or what are what are companies missing out on if they're not preparing in this way, if they're not modernizing, if they're not making sure other, if they're connect, if their systems aren't connecting properly, like what, what happened? What happens? What does that mean for them? 
Absolutely. So all of us know that we are in in, in like industry 4.0 evolution. All of us know that there has been influx of EVs. Uh, there have been influx of uh, solar panels, like in terms of distributed energy resources. And think of a scenario of like storm or something, right? Where you do not have any energy stored in batteries or your grid isn't interconnected with, with the national power grid. What happens? You end up losing with like a week without power. It, it can affect your daily life. It uh, affects your uh, customer experience. Like everything comes to a downhill. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Thank you. I just, I was curious about that, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense. Um, also, what about those new trends? You talked about a lot of different trends, like integrating uh, distributed energy resources or, D, mm-hmm. or DER. Mm-hmm. How does integration play a role here? Absolutely. As as we were talking, right, it kind of creates a seamless and an interconnected energy ecosystem for everyone uh, through through smart integration technologies like various DERs or distributed energy resources such as solar panels, wind turbines, energy storage systems. Everything is coordinated and managed well. And end of the day, it kind of is connected to your main grid, which will improve your grid reliability. And the integration as such will allow you to incorporate all these renewable energy resources uh, for promoting sustainability and, um, you know, go a little far away from traditional uh, ways of power generation. Overall, it will enable like a more resilient and an adaptive energy infrastructure um, that will that will kind of harness the you know, beautification or the ability of uh, all these distributed energy resources, which can be either located at remote sites where we are not, where the energy officials find it difficult to reach, or it can be right on top of my roof where I'm just using some solar panels to uh, to, to get a better benefit. Right. Absolutely. Thank you for talking about that. That helps a lot. You also talked about driving innovation and improving performance through mm-hmm. integration, which is kind of the theme here, really. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. But how mm-hmm. do we make sure that our integration efforts are really hitting the mark for our company and our customers? When, when we talk innovation, right? Um, so think, think about the major leap that we're making in terms of AI and ML. I mean, obviously, there, there'll be a little, a little part of... Uh, <laughs> apprehension apprehension to it but uh, let's let's just be optimistic it will help you to predict the demand and optimize the resource which will in turn help in preventing the issues and manage storage and distribution such such efficiently that you will be able to make quick decisions if if you're out of power probably you can use predictive analysis to figure out which which particular capa- uh, capacity or or a grid has 10 megawatts of power, you know, to kind of route to an area which is a need, dire need of that. So the predictive analytics and issue resolution part of it, which uh, will be like uh, very, very supportive uh, and helpful. Yes, absolutely. Now, looking ahead and tying into innovation a bit too, is a lot of talk about generative AI, AI, artificial intelligence, all these things which tie into the innovation part. But what do you envision as the future of integration in the ENU industry, especially considering the ongoing shifts towards renewable energy sources and the increasing emphasis on sustainability? Like, what do you kind of see as the future? And maybe how does AI tie into that? 
Sure. I I kind of envision it to, um, to be aligned into three facets, right? One, one would be your smart grid evolution, seamless integration for all the smarter grids, which is optimizing your renewable resources, storage, and demand responses. Second, which is tied to the AI part and innovation is predictive analytics power, as, I, as we just spoke about it. So advanced analytics and AI, which is forecasting for efficient resource planning from all these renewable centric grids to which the whole world is marching towards. And uh, third uh, is the decentralized systems uh, and IoT devices, you know, integration with IoT and uh, edge computing managed decentralized energy system that will help increase or improve the real time responsiveness of the grid. You've helped one of our clients, actually, with Jeanette, alongside Jeanette. You've helped a couple of our clients really focusing on, you know, integrating their ADMS system, their DERMs, outage management, and and really helping them save both money, obviously, and resources and time. Um, And obviously, one of them out in California who Mm -hmm. has multiple challenges at hand, right? Like, there's these trees that they can't cut down, but they also need to make sure they're not close to the power line, starting fires and things like that. So I guess what I'm really just asking is based off of everything we kind of talked about today, can you tie that into like a recent customer example where they're kind of working on some of these initiatives and kind of how their modernization and integrating different systems has helped them with kind of that side, with kind of that challenge? Absolutely. I think all of us are aware of um, wild wildfires in in uh, in California Bay Area. Right? It's it's a it's a beautiful uh, city state. It's it's beautiful with lot of trees, but with lot of trees comes the <laughs> risk of the tree falling down into an active electrical line, or um, you know it's just it's just too unpredictable and that. And then simultaneously, you also have to be like environmentally conscious and then like not chop down the healthy trees, uh, right? So that's kind of brings in the challenge to the uh, to to one of our clients where you just cannot you know pass those high voltage lines um, directly sitting like upright onto the poles. Like even if you do that, you have to be like very very careful about that and figure out alternate ways. So mm-hmm. in order to reduce the risk, what they have done is they have invested in in the distributed energy resources, um, uh, you know, way of setting up uh, your energy uh, generation demand. And uh, th- this this can apply for like remote grids where you do not want to send your uh, employee personnel to because it's not safe, safe enough for them uh, during the entire part of the day or even for the a scenario where we spoke about that it is very very risky to you know pass pass a high voltage line and it's just better to do it using renewable resources like solar panels or something like that so we have uh, kind of solved the challenge where we wanted to give them the consistent um, customer experience for even the persons who are in the remote grid uh, to to help them uh, report an outage and uh, and and like get it restored if at all that happens that is one part of the scenario to to address the customer experience. And the secondary part of it was, you know, to the ability of kind of connecting the energy generated by the grid to our main grid um, so that you can you can play it out during using the decentralized approach. So we 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 kind of uh, used our integration platform to to give that consistent experience to customers 
uh, and our client. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And can they can they see? Is there a dashboard or is there a s- central location where they monitor and manage all of these insights? Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, I think you would have heard. Uh, I think all of the ENU personnel would have heard about uh, ADMS, like, like an advanced distribution management system, which which kind of uh, gives you a centralized platform uh, to to maintain your outage management system, distribution management system, and to top of that, like a dashboard too, uh, where which is used by the grid control central folks to figure out which which generator which substation kind of dripped out or which pole is acting up or, or what right you you have a fancy dashboard to kind of show it all to you obviously i'd say like not 100% of it is uh, in in the schematic on the neural layer there will always be some scenarios where you'll get the call from customer saying hey i'm out of uh, outage and then you'll have to uh, kind of rely to the fallback method of analyzing why it went out. Did, didn't the meter send out the notification to you that this particular customer is out? There'll be all that situation too. But overall, yes, there'll be a dashboard which the business users and the O&M folks also used to kind of figure out, um, you know, which 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 uh, particular part or premise is gonna right. go down uh, during adverse weather's uh, or or any like planned outage events too. Okay, great. Thank you. I know you're you're just so immersed in this ENU um <laughs> in this ENU realm and I'm I'm still <laughs> learning so I that's why I'm happy to talk to uh, the subject matter expert. So thank you. Um and then I guess lastly, you know, we've learned we've learned a lot today. I really appreciate that the blog you wrote that really kind of breaks it down into in a way that's simple to understand. That was really cool. Um, is there any other key takeaways or any message that you want to get out there to to company to companies in the ENU industry who might be planning some of these initiatives or not sure how to start or need help at a certain part of their journey? Is there any kind of like key takeaways or key messages that you want to send to those groups right now? Of course. I mean, um, so we we at Prolifix have a group of smart individuals or contributors who have had first-hand experience in implementing many of these initiatives that we have discussed. And all our initiatives are customer-focused. Uh, we we make sure that we take care of three Ps, right? Remember this. Precision and objectives, we make sure we clearly define the goals aligning with your company and customer needs. Second P is the proactive stakeholder engagement. We actively involve with you uh, and we make sure that we gather the insights and our alignment is all right. Third but not least, we make sure we capture all the performance metrics and adapt accordingly um, uh, based on your feedback and continuous evolvement of requirement cycle. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we will be a great partner for you, uh, both on innovative projects and uh, the regular um, maintenance or ENU projects that are in pipeline, which is kind of, um, you know, similar to the entire ENU industry. Right, absolutely. Jeanette was talking about just all of the collaboration and how pivotal the collaboration is, you know, with all these different groups that you're working with. But there is a quote from Tom, from Tom and Jerry, 
never <laughs> underestimate the power of a well-calculated plan. So that kind of ties into all of this integration and how making sure that our systems are going to be able to keep up with the demand and the future, right? The future's mm -hmm. here. Um, so thank you so much for, for your time today. I really appreciate it, Swati. It's it's a pleasure talking with you always. No, thank you, KP. You, you made my thoughts run in a very smooth way. You, you were like well prepared with the structure and all. It was, it was all good. Thank you. Yes. So that wraps up another episode of What's Up in ENU. Join us next time as we continue to unplug more electrifying insights. Until next time, keep shining. <laughs>